The social change culture wants to influence children's attitudes and beliefs away from family values and Christ. But first, they have to diminish and eliminate the voice of the parent. So how do we respond to a culture that wants to destroy family? We strengthen the very institution that they're afraid of, the family. Hello, moms and dads. Welcome to the Monica Klein Show on the Edify Podcast Network. And I just want to give you guys a big round of applause because you have been engaged parents. You have been fighting for the rights of your children in government-run schools, and you have done it so profoundly that you have scared the bejeebies out of the National School Boards Association. Now, I don't think that they're actually, well, you know what? I think that they are a little scared. Now, they're not scared for the reasons that they listed in their letter to Biden. Um, They called you, mom and dad, an immediate threat. They want federal law enforcement, state law enforcement, local law enforcement, the FBI, the Secret Service. It's all in their letter to protect the school board, to protect the students, which are your children, to protect the educators. Now, this is interesting. Parents are an immediate threat to the students, which actually translated means parents are an immediate threat to their own children. Where have we heard this before? We have heard it a lot. You have heard it from me. If you remember, I was educated by and mentored by Planned Parenthood to be a comprehensive sex educator. I had a dramatic conversion, saw the truth and quit. And now I've been blowing the whistle on comprehensive sex education and teaching parents ways that they can teach their children at home and be that leading voice in their home. That's why I started It Takes a Family. Because when Planned Parenthood said that parents were a barrier, the key to that statement is that parents are powerful. And we are seeing just how powerful you are, that you have scared the National School Boards Association because you have consistently shown up at the school board meetings, putting your foot down against critical race theory, against the mask mandates, against the vaccines, uh, against comprehensive sex education, and you're not relenting. And the Biden administration doesn't like that you're not relenting. And they want to make sure that you shut your mouth by intimidating you. Now, do you know that there are parents around the nation who've been arrested because they have spoken out at a school board meeting? Now, you might be thinking, well, Monica, they must have become violent. No, they didn't. Well, Monica, they must have threatened the school board. No, they didn't. All they did was display their righteous anger about what the school is doing to the children. And when a parent stands up for a child and the person or the organization that is harming the child refuses to change, refuses to listen, then that parent will have righteous anger. And righteous anger is not violent. It's righteous it, it has, it is justified and it is productive, but we're seeing that these school boards don't want to change and they know that they don't have to because they have the backing of a communist administration under Biden. And so we're not going to see those school boards change unless you run for office 
and replace that school board. And that you hire superintendents who are not bowing down to the communist party. You will have to clean up house. It also means we need fair elections. Boy, I'm giving you a whole lot to think about. You need to get connected with people in your state who are like-minded to work on these things together. But you know, I want to, even though this seems crazy, it just means that you're winning. Do, Do you realize that? You have stood up to the communist bullies of your schools and you're winning. You're winning. You're winning so much that they want to put, they're calling on the FBI. I mean, okay, listen, we are seeing some of the most graphic sexualization of the children. We are seeing the trans movement convincing children that, that sex is not binary and that they can actually be another gender to the extent of giving them hormones, which stunts their development and can forever basically uh, ruin their bodies, their brain development, their body development, their bone density. Um, We're seeing the genital mutilation of children by the trans movement. And, And we can't get the Biden administration or even our state legislators in some of the states to do anything about it. But yet the school board is able to write a letter to Biden because parents are speaking up and they're calling on the FBI. We want to call on the FBI to stop the sexualization of our children and to stop the gender quote unquote modification of children. We would like local officials and and police to charge these schools for sexual abuse and pornography and dispensing pornography to children. We would like very much for the FBI to investigate that. And that is justified, but they're not doing that. Why? Because they're following the Biden administration. You know, I had a mom ask me, why is this happening? Why, why is this happening? I shared this in a, in another video and I'll share the video later on when I spoke at the Heritage Foundation. And what it really is, is that there are true Marxists, communists in this country, and they want to eradicate the freedoms of America. Our freedoms is what has made us such a powerful country based on Judeo-Christian values. Absolutely. There is strength in that, but we have become passive. And so now what we're seeing is that they want to implement communism. And you're thinking, Monique, but what does that mean? If you read the Communist Manifesto, and I've said this in another podcast, it means that they want to eradicate all freedoms. There is no privacy. There is no private property. Um, You don't get to start a business. Doctors can't have private practices. Obama already took care of that with Obamacare. Majority of private practices have shut down. And all the doctors and everyone are are basically under uh, under a hospital that is federally regulated. They take their orders from the government. Okay. So that's for socialized healthcare. 
where a lot of people think, oh, that's really great because now everyone can afford it. It's not really great because you're not going to get the health care that you're hoping to get. And we're seeing that with COVID right now. They want to eradicate the private family. In the Communist Manifesto, it actually says that they need to get rid of the nuclear family. Does that sound familiar? That's exactly what Black Lives Matter wants. They don't care about Black lives. They care about domination. They care about implementing communism. So they want to get rid of the nuclear family. That means they want to weaken mom and dad and husband and wife. They want to destroy they know that what makes us strong in this country or in any country, any society is the strength of the family, the strength of a husband and wife and their relationship, that bond that they have and that commitment that they have to one another as they raise their children. That is the healthiest environment and relationship and institution to raise children in. And communism wants to destroy all of that. And they want to destroy freedoms and they want to have a global leadership. But the only way they know how to do that is to destroy that nuclear family, which is why we have comprehensive sex education that does not speak on marriage and raising your children. It speaks on making sex and intimacy, not intimate, but recreational, dehumanizing one another to the point of dehumanizing a preborn child through abortion. There is no family in comprehensive sex education at all. It's all about focusing on a behavior or a pleasure like Pavlov's dog. So when we teach our children to not, you know, to basically to not see marriage as important anymore and family is not important anymore, then that they're not going to seek it out. So we're seeing that the, the families being degraded over and over again. We're seeing that parents are being diminished and even demonized. Even when COVID hit, the whole, it was crazy to hear all these people talking about how, oh no, the, the poor children are at home with their parents and they're going to be abused. When did parents become the sources of abuse for majority of the children? Does abuse happen? Absolutely. Abuse happens in the government-run school as well. There are abusive teachers. There are abusive coaches. There are abusive principals. And guess what? They are showing their true colors. Are there good teachers in the school? Yes, I'll talk about them in just a little bit because they have a responsibility in this too. But by, by destroying family, they'll be able to completely weaken this country. And so now we're seeing that the school boards are saying, absolutely not. We don't want to see moms and dads coming, uh, uniting and coming to the school board and putting their foot down on the indoctrination that we are teaching their children. So we're going to call on the president and the federal and the FBI and everyone to make it stop, to intimidate you so that you won't speak anymore, so that you will not care for your children the way you should. They're going to punish your righteous anger. But I know that you're not going to allow that to happen. And I applaud you. And you know why they're doing it, guys? You know why they are trying to intimidate you? Because you're winning. 
because they thought that at some point you were going to stop complaining and that you would become passive and submissive again and just let them do what they want to do with your kids. But you're not doing it, are you? And I want to encourage you to keep fighting. I didn't say violence. I said, keep fighting with righteous anger. That is good. That is very good. We are not going to relent. Now, what's unfortunate is that, well, all of this is unfortunate, but you know, even in my community or nearby, we have two dads who were arrested at Round Rock ISD because they spoke up at a school board meeting. They were not violent. They didn't threaten anybody, but they were being very strong about wanting to protect their children. They were speaking at a school board meeting and they, and the school board didn't like it. They had them arrested a week later. In this um, letter from Merrick Garland in response to the NSBA's letter calling parents an immediate threat and basically domestic terrorists, um, they, and, and, basi- and again, I want to repeat, they are saying that parents are an immediate threat to their own children. That's what they're saying. Merrick Garland, our attorney general, also said that they will announce a series of measures designed to address the rise in criminal conduct directed towards school personnel, et cetera, et cetera. Criminal conduct. Well, you know, who's going to define that? Because now apparently you can arrest dads and moms for speaking up at a school board meeting. Is that now criminal conduct? We're seeing so many unlawful things happening under this administration. And I don't want you to be scared. I want you to be encouraged by one thing. We are winning. You know what I have seen? I have seen moms and dads get closer to one another, closer to one another. I have seen more moms and dads, whether it's single parents or, uh, or step parents, blended families, or if it's just one parent, whatever the family structure, you have been turning out in droves, putting your foot down against this indoctrination and abuse of your children in government run schools. You are winning. We are winning. I don't want to, I don't want you to forget that you are winning. Do not stop what you're doing. But I do want you to be prayerful. I have to be prayerful too. We cannot let our pride get in the way. We must be productive in everything that we're doing. Start educating yourself on your state laws. Align with other parents and align with some policy organizations who will help in stopping this in your schools. Start running for school board. Start running for state representatives. Start volunteering when it's time to vote. We need to represent for the sake of our children and the sake of our freedoms. We cannot stop. Do not stop doing what is good and what is right. And I'm so, so comforted by your righteous anger and showing up consistently to these meetings. They really thought the Biden administration and all of these school boards that are bought out, been completely bought out to this uh, indoctrination really thought you were going to get tired because they know they're not going to change anything. 
They're not going to get rid of social emotional learning. They're not going to get rid of critical race theory. They're not going to get rid of comprehensive sex education. They're going to give you three minutes, two minutes, maybe even one minute to speak. They don't let you applaud anymore. Okay. I mean, they're just taking everything they can away from you to discourage you from even coming to the meeting. Sometimes they don't even let parents in the meeting. Sometimes they don't want to even tell parents when the meetings are, are, are going to happen. And you have not been discouraged. You have been showing up and doing what parents are supposed to do, which is fight for the hearts and minds of our children. Keep it up. We are winning. Your children are watching you lead. And that is so important because what they're trying to do is divide your children from you. There is a woman named Asra who pointed something out about Merritt Garland. And I'm going to have to invite someone onto the podcast to really talk more about data mining of your children. Um, It's really interesting. And I don't know a whole lot about it, but basically government run schools are being used to mine data about your children. Um, what, you know, even their emotional state, what their beliefs are, what your beliefs are at home. And it's against the law for these schools to ask these kind of questions of your children. But they're finding loopholes and ways to get around that, or they just do it and hope that you're not going to find out. Well, Merrick Garland, you know, who is the attorney general and who is supporting you know, basically calling parents domestic terrorists and that they are an immediate threat, not only to government run schools, but to students, which also means their own children. Um, he has, he's quite biased. He actually has, um, reason to want to support the school boards and to ensure that parents get out of the picture. It turns out that Garland's daughter is married to the co-founder of big tech business Panorama Education, which is funded by Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg. It's an interesting read. Um, basically, the, you know, what they're doing here is, is uh, one of the things that she says is under fire for negatively harming the mental health of children, Zuckerberg and Garland's family are now in the business of data mining children's most intimate emotions and supposedly help children deal with the mental issues, uh, mental health issues that Zuckerberg helped manifest through social media. They're asking your children very uh, questions, things at school, like how confident are you that your st- that the students at your school can have honest conversations with each other about race? Another question is, do you identify as gay, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, aromantic, asexual, or questioning? These are all questions that are being asked of uh, some children at a particular school, and it's all through the Panorama Education. Again, that is funded, uh, invested, Zuckerberg is an investor in Panorama Education, and Panorama Education is founded by a young man named Zan Newman, who is married to Merrick Garland's daughter. So there's a lot of big money involved in this, and it really behooves him to ensure that his daughter is well provided for by ensuring that Panorama Education is going to be in public schools. So we see that, again, money talks, 
and you got to know the right people. And if you want to continue to be financially stable, then uh, you need to be obedient. And so we're seeing how Zuckerberg has a big piece in our education system now. And I think that parents need to start really considering what they want to do at this point. You have freedom to choose what you're going to do. But here are my thoughts as someone who has been speaking out on comprehensive sex education for many, many years, uh, how it's indoctrinating our children. Now this comprehensive sex education is also teaching children that they can choose their gender. Um, they are teaching children that parents are uneducated, ill-equipped, don't understand they're old fashioned. So they're just through comprehensive sex education, they're diminishing the parent role. Um, we're seeing the same thing in CRT. CRT is basically teaching children, um, that they need to be divided from one another. They need to feel bad for being white. Um, you have to dislike your white friend over here because they're privileged and you're not. It's just creating a lot of division. It's one, it's a lie. And two, it's creating division among the children. And then we have social emotional learning that's teaching children to be more emotion focused instead of logic focused. When did the government run schools turn this way? Um, you know, again, I need to invite, you know, Alex Newman to come on to the podcast so he can really explain the history of public school education so that we can understand that this has been in the making for decades now, for decades. What we're seeing in government run education, it's doing exactly what it was built to do. And it was always built to eliminate the parent. So here at It Takes a Family, I want to continue to encourage you, mom and dad, to keep fighting the good fight. I want you to keep running, trying to run for school board. I want you to keep going to those school board meetings and other pertinent meetings. Do the investigation that you need to do. Speak out. Go to your capital. Do what needs to be done. Again, align with some family policy organizations. Get educated and start working together. We need to work together because the point of all of this is, is to divide the people and to weaken the people so that communism can be in full force. All of this is about creating chaos and, and a crisis situation. And that's what we're finding ourselves in. But I tell you what, if you pray and you stay in truth, I guarantee you that you are going to have the strategy that you need each and every day. You might not know what's going to happen next week or what you need to do next month, but each day when we pray, we know we have an assignment and there's something that we can do. And one of the first things that needs to happen is if, if you are a nuclear family, ensure that your bond to your husband and wife is strong and that you are one and that you are of one mind together and that you are leading your children and speaking truth into your children's lives. Do not be afraid to set boundaries with your kids, to check their phones. You are the steward over your children and, and it's your responsibility to protect them. What's happening in the schools to our children is a burden that our children cannot bear. It is too much being indoctrinated by sexualization, uh, the confusion of, of critical race theory and the lies that it spreads, um, manipulating our children's minds with social emotional learning, these videos of watching teachers forcing preschoolers to 
uh, sing songs about how great masks are and they and these children look so depressed. They're just basically brainwashing our children and they look so defeated, so defeated without mom and dad in the classroom to say, stop it, stop it. And that leads me to the next point. Guys, our children cannot handle this burden of indoctrination. I mean, I want you to think about how hard it is as us as adults to speak up on certain things. We're afraid that, you know, we're afraid that the school board's going to you know, send us to jail. We're afraid of being called a bigot or a hater. Um, you know, we're afa- afraid to be divided in our own neighborhood or that we're not going to be liked in our neighborhood. So, you know, we have those feelings and many of us overcome those feelings because we have to do what is right. Well, you know, it's not about being liked anymore. We have to do what is right. But if we have those feelings as adults and it's burdensome on us, can you imagine what that feels like for a child? A child, your child, who is not fully developed yet, they're not strong enough, they're not mature enough to be able to handle these kind of issues. So they will submit to what their teachers are telling them because they don't want to get in trouble and they want to be liked. And so parents, you have to really consider if this is an environment that is healthy for your child. I want to say that it's not. If I know that my child is in an environment that is consistently trying to brainwash him or her and sexualizing them and dividing them by race and telling them to focus on their emotions and the emotions of others and not actually educating them in any way that is, that is beneficial, I would call that an unhealthy, abusive environment. Why would you want to leave your child there? And I know you're probably thinking, but Monica, you know, I have to work. I have to this, I have to that. At some point, at some point, your child has to come first. I'm probably going to lose a lot of you here. I don't, I don't care. It, it's not about me and whether you like me or not. I, I care about your kids. I care about my own kids. I care about my own grandkids what is best for your child. And in the end, I guarantee you what is best for your child is you, not the government run school, not the special teacher. It's you. At the end of the day, it's you. They don't care if they go on a vacation or not. They don't care if they have the latest video game or not. They care about you loving them. And I know a lot of people are like, no, it's not true. They really do want that. It doesn't matter if they really do want a video game. I don't really care. They don't need it. What they need is protection of their parents. And if your child is being being brainwashed every day at school, that is an abusive relationship. That is an abusive environment. And I believe you should rescue your child from the government run school. Or if they're at, even if it's a Christian school and that school is indoctrinating your child or telling your child that they are the opposite gender. If your child is at a school that is lying to them and indoctrinating them, that is an abusive environment. Remove them as soon as possible. Remove them right now. I guarantee you will find a way. You will find a way. If you want to know more about homeschooling, one option, you can go to uh, the public school exit. 
as a website. Um, you can learn more about homeschooling there. I'll put a link on my website or in the, or in the show notes so that you can see that public school exit and you can learn more about that. I know several parents who have done some research and found some very good, safe charter schools and have moved their children to those charter schools. I have met parents who have interviewed uh, different private schools and really done their research and they know that that school is not indoctrinating their children and they've moved them to that private school. It's important because these are your children. We're winning. I guarantee you, we are winning. We are winning. And this is why we're seeing this, the ugly head coming out from the Biden administration. This is why we're seeing the National School Board Association sending this, I mean, honestly, a pathetic le a letter. It's full of lies. It's a pathetic letter. But it's basically saying, you know what? We need help because these parents are a lot more powerful than we thought. So let, let's let's bring the force of the law on them, even though we don't have a right to, 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 you know, have, have the local law enforcement against parents. We don't care. We need to, we need to smash their voices. We need to stop their momentum. Parents, you are winning. Don't stop what you're doing. Our families depend on it. And I do want to say something about the good teachers in school. There are good teachers in the schools, in government run schools. I do believe that. I know a few of them. Um, some of them have chosen to quit because they don't want to be part of indoctrinating children. They don't want to be part of an environment or an institution that indoctrinates children. And so they have quit their jobs and found a different job or a different school that does not indoctrinate children. Um, some, some teachers have actually been fired because the teachers were warning parents about some of the, uh, teachings that were happening at the school and the school fired them because they cared about the children and the families more about than themselves. So if you're a good teacher in the school and you want to save the public school, then I tell you what, I think you should choose to fight from inside, fight from inside. If you're a good teacher and you recognize that you're, that this, these things are, are hurting the children and hurting family, then start fighting from the inside. Parents need you to fight from the inside. Or consider going on a strike, a teacher strike. Here's the truth about what is happening at the government-run schools. If we pull our children out, they have nothing and no one to teach. If the teachers decide to strike against this indoctrination, then who's going to teach it? Now, is that a quick fix? Not necessarily. It's a quick fix for some families though, because you're protecting your children. If you pulled them out of that environment, but for the good teachers that are in the schools right now, and you're watching this indoctrination happening, do something about it. It's I'm sorry, or I'm not sorry. It's not good enough to say I'm a good teacher in a bad school. It's not good enough. Fight for those kids. It's not good enough that you're a good teacher in your classroom, but then you watch those children go down the hall and into another classroom where they're being indoctrinated. That's not good. Make it stop. Fight from inside. 
or decide that you cannot handle that and that you don't want to be complicit in the indoctrination of children and quit your job. But stop supporting the government-run school that is harming our children. So parents, you are not an immediate threat to your children. You know that. You are an immediate threat to the communist regime that is trying to indoctrinate our children. Keep up the good work. Keep winning. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Monica Klein show. If you are a company or small business who would like to advertise on the podcast, please contact me at hello at monicaklein.com. And to learn more about my nonprofit, please visit us at ittakesafamily.org. For more great podcasts that will build your faith and inspire you, head over to edify.app and search for the Edify app in the Apple and Google Play stores.